0: hello listeners of the reject nation we are going to watch house of the dragon today Uh, if you want to catch our reaction that is at over at youtube.com slash the real rejects and uh otherwise just stick around and you can listen to us here with our lovely voices what a lovely day (laughs) what
1: a lovely Hmm? day yeah so absorbingly dark (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah oh my god what a like they're all sorted and twisted and there's so many intersections between personal and political and everything in between and yet this one felt like the most the most of all that like jesus so many twists of the knife so many people burned alive (laughs)
0: I don't trust my family anymore <laughs> <laughs> yeah keep an eye on Jabby Coway.
1: you're gonna wake up in a locked room and lit on fire I don't trust any of them <laughs> they're always looking out for themselves <laughs> kill me in a heartbeat if it meant they could gain some power <laughs> I just try to advise you free of personal gain <laughs> free of personal self-interest sir <laughs> oh my goodness gracious can't trust anyone and you can't make you can't, you can't throw anything out there you don't expect somebody to act upon <laughs> that was uh that was depressing as shit that was <laughs> yeah. that was like so desolate <laughs> and desperate and <laughs> yeah and just as tense like they they're really good at like once you get started even the chiller scenes are still sort of like your shoulders are up and you're like I don't know I got a bad feeling about this <laughs> yeah yeah that was really
0: that was really it's like a, stepping into a void huh. i i think it's so well constructed there's there's such a power to the right opening scene i really believe in you gotta nail that opening scene and especially for such a time jump and almost like it, it just reframes the construction of like those previous episodes you know i, I once her i think I think it was Vince Gilligan who said uh, there was there was a some screenwriter once uh, talked about. Actually, I think I heard it from Dan Merle, who was, was quoting someone else, and I was like, "Oh, that's interesting." About um, which if you're writing a pilot, you should um, you know write that pilot, and then write the second episode, and that second episode's your pilot. <laughs> and like, and I was like, "Oh, that's actually that a really, is a great yeah, it's revelation. A great, it's a yeah. great tip. It's a fantastic tip." Oh my god! And then stepping into this I was like you know in some ways it sort of feels like this was the first episode yes (laughs) you know obviously it wouldn't it wouldn't work as well and and you do need some additional context to really keep up um but uh, in some ways it does feel like a a first episode to a series Mm -hmm. um and then the other ones I love how like this comes in the middle of it all. And then you have all that other supporting episodes prior to help elevate this episode. Mm. And it, it, it's so strong. And I, and I think this show has such a great grasp on how to handle the in between with the time jumps because all the strained relationships and all the emotions that have been percolating throughout that have just been boiling over. Uh, like you, you have someone like Alicent. What I, what I love of the parallel I've drawn with Alicent and Renera is like Alicent's so out to get Renera. Like she's yeah. just so out to get her. She's been stung and, so many times, and we've seen Alicent ascend to the 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 position of queen through power of manipulation. Mm-hmm you know even though we witnessed it happen in a way where it didn't seem like she really wanted it but her father you know uh manipulated her into doing it to force her to do it and now that she's here she has embraced the position of queen she she is queen and more importantly she's a mother she and she's a very protective mother and and you got the same thing with Renera, and they both just want to protect their families, mm-hmm. their, me, their 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 immediate families, you know, their their uh, next of kin and stuff. And and that's where so much of this this mind games comes from, and trying to take each other down and stuff. But it's like how I I always talk about like a big part of plotting is you don't want to just see plot unfold; you really want to see what will happen to characters via the plot like how will what will become of them what will change them and I and I loved how like this whole episode Alicent uh played brilliantly by Olivia Cook uh like Alicent is is just so headstrong and so Mm -hmm. determined and just like try to cut through the bullshit and I think that opening scene is so strong of the way they paint the light like you're capturing it from Renera's perspective the show has pretty much put you in Renera's perspective as she is the protagonist of the show Mm -hmm. And when she gives birth, this struggle and, and then the, immediately it's this like foreboding, ominous presence of like, what is Alicent like now? Yeah. <laughs> and like, why does queen. she want to see this baby? Why yeah, right does she want to kill now? the baby? What's yeah. going on? <laughs> no, nah, she just <laughs> wants to make sure. She's like, ain't black. <laughs> yeah. Looks nothing like that guy. Go back, try again. I'm not yeah. gonna recognize his air. Yeah. <laughs> Such this is butts is a bullshit baby. <laughs> Bastard son. <laughs> and, and and uh Cause like like Alicent is 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 frustrating at the same time. I'm like,
1: well, she's not wrong. I get, <laughs> she's I not right. Yeah,
0: I she gets it bec- and, and the thing that this show's got to me to become compassionate for her in an angle because you don't want to see Renera taken down. You don't want to see Rhaenyra. like you that's the thing you don't want as an audience member. Like I don't want to see Renera suffer. And yet Alicent is not wrong about what her pursuit is of the truth she's trying to expose yeah because she fears for the life of her children dying yeah where that's all according to the rules <laughs> like she has followed suit and she seems like she's been faithful this entire time sure. like I was wondering you know does she sleeper and maybe the show will unveil that she she does have some fun with someone else on the side but huh. the impression I get is that she abides by the rules yeah that she follows through and 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 it is like oh it's such it's so well constructed how none of this is is black and white and I love how
1: it's just all like just messed up families just, ever yeah. just so messed up yeah like, well you can <laughs> and you can feel how and why people act the way they do even if it hurts or even if you don't you know want yeah even if you're rooting for one character or another you can't help but see where each one is coming from and i thought like allison has a really great and fascinating journey over this and and all that groundwork they laid really does hold up because yeah like that ending beat where she finds out that um that uh you know the the Sun strong whatever that uh guy's name is with the cane uh you know when she finds out what Lars he, Laris, there you M. go yeah she finds out what he really did and you can tell like oh this is probably her moment to cross over to the other side of like oh now i'm in some kind of disastrous circumstance yeah. i didn't ask to be a part of and i'm now in the game i feel like part of what you get to watch characters do is is either in indulge in or abstain the game of thrones yeah and so now she like it or not has been pulled into it despite her best efforts and it's like those foundations make so much sense when you see like her father that last scene she had with him after putting so much faith in rhaenyra and then you see the way they interact now alicent and rhaenyra interact and it's like you can tell that deep 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 down there's that wish of like you know there's that bond we used to have it's somewhere in there but i just can't trust you anymore i can't put my faith in you anymore no matter what game you talk and you can feel the strain of the history of the characters but also you can really feel the immediacy like when she has that scene with Aegon <laughs> that wild scene with Aegon, where she like grabs his face and is like no like she might try and eliminate you like you see the corner she's been pushed into and i love that one bit she says because i really felt it for her as much as you know everybody has their opinion when she says that thing of like nobody's I don't have anybody in my corner like nobody is lying on my behalf nobody is is you know at least taking what I have to say seriously and I really felt that for her I was like I get it you know you're in a very thankless position and you're pretty much doing it alone
0: (laughs) you know she is doing it alone yeah like she doesn't even have the support of her husband not at all not at yeah, all <laughs> he's like i just want everyone want to get along that's definitely uh that's definitely
1: the, the right child all three all those kids <laughs> and you feel you like you don't see the black <laughs> and i feel like so much and it, it, it creates a fascinating scenario because i'm like i don't even think king Viserys would need to do like the full-on letter of the law because everybody you know like part of the charm of of these shows and part of the truth of the matter is everybody stands on the ceremony even though everybody knows that to some degree or another the ceremony is bullshit and built on lies and uh and and, and uh, uh yeah I don't know there's there's uh I, I lost my train of thought there ceremony train of lies yeah you know it's 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 that thing of oh yeah if Viserys had even just i don't know had a straight talk with her i feel like so much trouble could be averted but it's his like s- staunch adherence to nah i like he he plays the willful ignorance really well because you can tell he knows the truth and you can also see him creating lies for himself to believe and then pass off his well truth. he has to believe it because yeah. if he do- if he doesn't believe
0: it that's condemnation for his daughter yeah he has to exile and kill her <laughs> because it's not like she just gets yeah she doesn't just get in trouble she's dead yeah and uh at the end of the day he does love her yeah. so yeah that's uh I, I love the I love the dejected nature of every every character portrait here because everyone's so retreated and has to live under a guise like all Allison wants like personally my favorite performance in this episode was was Olivia Cook. I, I thought she was very gripping yeah and because she's so on edge and, and it's just such a, a desperation for truth and, and i do think who's playing Renner? Right emma, Dar- I got her emma, name. emma up darcy emma darcy darcy DRC. fantastic so internal yeah and i i love a good in um I, I love a good performance where you you have to it's very physical and you have to keep it together there's a truth underneath the surface but you can't let on yeah. like that whole beautiful shot where she's she it's the afterbirth um uh situation she's got going on and she's trying to walk through the halls and and demonstrate character and strength and be protective of her newborn and she's gotta like just not leave the trail of blood but also not look like she's suffering here and has to has to be strong And, and every scene she has there's so much going on underneath her dialogue there's and the the reactions that she's having towards um oh my god totally blank on his name there's a lot of names here people what is the name of of the the husband who's oh lanor lanor um uh, like every moment with lanor and then lanor has just escaped into uh, a life of just he's just it's just pure escapism for the guy debauchery having fun messing around partying. he's like college kid who can't get in touch with his emotions you know yeah <laughs> like a dude who just went Why through the worst heartbreak fight, man <laughs> yeah it's like I love that the last episode was that that dreadful wedding moment where they where everything fell apart for them and, and truths were truths have been coming out like people know the truth but no but it's just not public knowledge right now and, and or something that we can't no one could just talk about and you you catch up to here and you watch how everyone's changed since that moment in time like Kristen is so angry like he was such a sweetheart he was so sweet he was like the (laughs) gentlest spirit and then here he's so Allison and wants revenge like you said playing the long game it 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 doesn't even it's like uh, he doesn't strike me as a character who's who would say I I'm seeking revenge but it's going to be coming out in all the most bitter envious ways possible
1: oh yeah and
0: that whole taunting and using the children as a way to wring out the truth uh from uh, oh my God oh, from uh uh, uh, uh Harwin Har- 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 Harwin Harwin strong break, some break bones yeah from Harwin was was such a powerful scene because it's it, they're using the kids are the truth to the whole situation yeah and and nothing is more um evokes something so primal and nothing speaks more
1: volumes of truth than than the defensive nature one two, you get to watch him play a mirror almost to like moments he's had in the past it's like he has that moment with allison where he's just like the guilt is too much i need to say something <laughs> you know like he reveals himself <laughs> and he basically lures harwin into the same kind of situation and then combines it with his little wedding display it's, it's like yeah man you know now you know how i feel you know, break it and wail on me for a minute and then yeah expose yourself like play right into my trap and then Damon is a character who you know you, you, when
0: you meet this character he's someone who who seemed to want it all like he wanted it all and he's hidden away from a lot of those desires now mm. it's uh, it's obviously there but it's 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 bre- like this coldness has brewed over him which has also allowed again for this great fleshing out of character mm. of you know it's it's kind of like those movies where you, you, you got that, that badass past character who kind of like uh i don't know i don't know why this is the one that comes to mind it's not the best representation but Mm -hmm. decently apt uh bob Odenkirk (laughs) can have fucking nobody okay (laughs) as the kind of characters like i got a badass past and yeah i've I've had to push it away and and i like my family yeah but there's there is this other urge inside of me but I, i have to hide from it and even though he hides from it it's it's led to what looked like a relationship where he actually did love her sure and and the uh, that ugliness still managed to uh, to um uh give me a word John uh to emerge Research. Uh, yeah, yeah so resurface fine, uh, trying to think of a word it's like grows like a virus uh, uh, like seep seeped su- yeah in. yeah I guess that works yeah, yeah. <laughs> like to seep back and he overtake, relapsed into the it the ugliness will overta- uh, overtakes a situation again and then led to the death of her in a way that was so uh, emotional because I really liked her and she was the one with the most
1: heart uh the mom I was and- gonna say this is the episode where t- the two characters who demonstrated the most like genuine either hearts or just like uh, non-self-interested honor both got flamed <laughs> yeah in this episode everyone's so many like little fingers here i know everyone's, a everyone's, amateur <laughs> everyone's an amateur little finger everyone's an amateur little fingers all yeah. just like plotting against each
0: other because well, yeah you have this strong uh, it, it's interesting how you have um who was the okay there's lionel there's Laris and who's the who's the dad uh the, the, the hand yeah 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 yeah. Uh where is he? Fine. No oh, no 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 no, it is Lionel. Lionel, Lionel, Lionel Harwin, uh, Harwin is yeah, the
1: the city watch yes. and then yeah, Laris is is the uh conniving Cuz Lionel
0: seems to uphold the most integrity. Sure. And and then you have um Harwin who doesn't seem like a bad guy. Like he doesn't seem like a bad guy at all, but he does not follow through with the rules and is committing an act that could lead to some terrible things. And you got Lars, who's just like sneezy and conniving. Yeah. yeah, yeah, sneezy, and it, <laughs> sleazy, sleazy. Yeah, he's slimy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he. Uh,
1: and it just hit me that that's the conversation that Viserys has with Lionel, w- like a few episodes back, when he steps up to him and Viserys yeah. is all drunk and he's like, "I bet you want to marry my daughter off to Sir Breakbones, your son." Blah blah blah. And he's like. <laughs> F- fancy idea but no sir and and sure enough it, it essentially happened even though it's not really of his design and then it leads to his death like that's a great portent like a great ironic foreshadowing yeah <laughs> Ugh. but yeah uh I feel like what they do with Damon is is fascinating because you expect such a you expect him to be almost like a Joffrey at the outset just because he has this sort of wild and that's aegon soon (laughs) soon enough yeah but uh i don't know he comes in with this very sort of almost amoral just like i don't know he could do anything at any time kind of feral energy and now to watch him as he is kind of like the most simmered down version of that and you're like you can tell that that impulsive guy is still in there but as you would yeah contemplate just like settling down and getting fat and then also you know I love the the unspoken notes like I feel like so much of his actual character is never in the dialogue because like their connection kind of fascinated me there like it and and to draw contrast from like the first episode where it's like the serious has the back and forth with himself about like what do I do do I cut the baby out does the mom like you know mm-hmm. uh and then to watch Damon have to go through that here but it felt so different and it f- does feel like he cares and just can't communicate that truly, yeah uh, like and uh yeah, like the way he he stumbles to the beach just in time to watch her you know be incinerated with their unborn child, like I didn't even know her then,
0: and it was getting me so emotional, it was such a powerful moment I was tearing up at at that moment, it's so powerful it, it, like there's something very uh connective and and I think relatable of that feeling of like i'm asking your own pet to murder you (laughs) to put you out of your like this is the way i gotta go like she she said she she said when she died how'd she say she wanted to die was a battlefield or by fire i forget what she's a dragon rider's death dragon rider's death yeah yeah And, and and just like the way they animated the dragon in that moment of just this like i don't you could feel what the dragon's thinking like I don't understand no (laughs) yeah I I can't you're the only
1: person I I (laughs) answer to you're my bonded rider I can't do that yeah yeah and and she's just pleading for it to happen Damon (laughs) I feel like the new trope of Damon is he's gonna have a a a wife or something who shows up (laughs) one episode you're like yeah I really like you you're you're interested oh no you're dead now (laughs) yeah (laughs) you're gone but like it was so heartbreaking because yeah they they have that whole debate which felt very real of like no I, I want you know i want our new next child to be born you know in the house of my father i want the kids to grow up there i want them to to know their birthright and now like all of that goes up in flames like literally yeah it's like it's it's heart it's heartbreaking and it also i don't know and she also knows him well yeah it like, seems though it, like you can pick he's
0: he's defensive because she's she's prodding at truths you know uh, of this guy who who is he's denying what he really wants but then he indulges himself with reading about the Legacy Dragon Riders and stuff the 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 kind you know he fancied himself to 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 ascend to yeah and he he blocks it because it and you kind of get it yeah. <laughs> because you know like back home it's a fucking nightmare <laughs> What's yeah. going on there? this whole this
1: whole business is is such a horrible situation for everyone no matter what rung of the ladder you're on yeah that's the main lesson I learned from this show is, is never be involved in <laughs> ruling and statecraft because it's just gonna destroy your life and your morality and your morale again yeah, what
0: what I'm really liking about this show especially with like historical fantasy pieces it's usually like good versus evil or there's an outside force that threatens our main characters or uh you know and, and in some ways uh like like even with the crab king crab king crab feeder feeder crab king is SpongeBob uh with the crab feeder <laughs> um with the crab, the crab feeder at, at the offset it, it was seeming for people who haven't read the book it, it was seeming like okay this is the big bad or something like this is the this is the threat to Targaryens uh and and no they they do away with that and again the threat is everything internal everything is like it's the thing that is going to bring a crumbling to the legacy is not and maybe I'm wrong but this is the way the show seems to be painting it is that it's going to be all within (laughs) and not not because people attacked him
1: or like we're taking king's landing yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah no it's you know. all just lies and truths placed in in inopportune and opportune places yeah you're just watching yeah as as lies get worse and truths come at inappropriate or uh not inappropriate I guess there's never a bad time for truth but yeah we like horrifically inopportune moments and it's 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 really uh
0: the journey that I'm again what I brought up at the beginning of this talk was like the plot is so interesting to unfold but I'm so intrigued to see like what dark depths are characters like Alicent and Rhaenyra gonna descend to as the more <laughs> this goes on I'm because so worried about both because that's the thing with Alicent like as disturbed as she is by the revelation of the truth of what happened to the Strong's it's and I like the some symbolism of the Strong's Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. but it, but the, but the, how disturbed she was by that revelation, you're like, well, it's only going to get worse for you, man. You know? oh, yeah. <laughs> you're going to have to do worse shit. <laughs>
1: it's gonna, yeah. You're going Mc... to be happy to hear,
0: learn about this piece of information. You're going <laughs> to turn
1: into Lady Macbeth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, I mean, now, now you've got blood on your own hands, and now you can't you know, cling to the fact that you've always tried to you know, do everything by the book and stand on the ceremonies. And, and you have, I forgot his name again, I'm sorry. What's the husband's name? lanor
0: lanor yeah. with Lenor, he, he i you i worry about the way he behaves because he seems to lack such because as much as he's been like i'm committed i've I've done everything for my 10-year plan i'm owed. there seems to be this he's going to slip up and he he's going to get himself caught and exposed and you know yeah
1: he doesn't seem like he lays low or or does anything and with any level of secrecy yeah there's a bit of this childish quality to him yeah yeah that that remains yeah he he kind of has an entitled sort of obliviousness not like a devious
0: um uh, borderline maniacal nature in the in the way of how Damon is no quite the opposite (laughs) yeah you're like no you're gonna like slip up and do something
1: that's gonna get you all in trouble you're gonna get caught you're you're not helping The situation (laughs) and it's not this isn't a gripe but i do want to ring both their necks like guys you you there must have been a way for you guys to at least have one child together at least you had to know Uh, this was going to turn into a complete disaster i thought that's what they were going to do i thought I, that's what they were i thought they were think, gonna that's why i was like wait you gotta have a kid i
0: guess they can just force it to happen
1: oh sure i mean I'm, I'm i'm sure there are plenty of you know throughout history there are probably plenty of of men who are forced into you know hetero marriages and had kids yeah, you definitely. know it's definitely possible but yeah i was like i'm sitting here going man i feel like you guys could have been a little smarter about this <laughs> like i feel like you could again have a couple bastards but but get one <laughs> yeah they just needed one because also too like you know no it, you're in the position where it's like of course people are going to notice unfortunately because you know you are of such different lineage like, yeah there's
0: a whole plot line about it in my me myself and I <laughs> is there really <laughs> that's good that's what I've they probably drew it. inspiration for
1: so <laughs> it. it's so funny to me. yeah have man. you seen that movie uh, not in its entirety. No, I've seen a couple of the very, very well-known moments. But... His his wife cheats on him. Okay. In the beginning, with a black guy.
0: Oh no. And gives birth to like triplets, who They're are all like are all like completely black. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he just doesn't register. <laughs> like that's not his kids. <laughs> <laughs> of course, yes, yes, yes. Of course.
1: I like it. <laughs> and I'm like, well,
0: it's, come on, it's so obvious. Like, they don't look at all that's like, the, gonna be the it's problem. The, it's the biggest dead giveaway. I was like, <laughs> yeah. would be one thing if they were white and maybe you could get away with some bullshit. But the fact that, like, uh, the eyes look off or something, but I'm like, no, no, I mean,
1: there's a whole other
0: no. aspect to this that we are not talking about. Yeah, here.
1: mixed race babies are, 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 yeah, you could, you, they're, they're mixed race babies. You could <laughs> tell when that's happened. I'm surprised <laughs> I don't even say that in the show. I know. I'm
0: like, maybe in the book. The, the, I, I don't know if in the book if the characters are, um, uh, like black f- folks. I don't know, yeah, is there like another word <laughs> for <laughs> black people back then? I, I don't know. I don't That's know. not a racist word, but an the actual v- like historical <laughs> word
1: or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: some uh, George R.R. Martin word. Uh, African. Because they don't call them white people. You know, <laughs> they're them like Valyrians and yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but anyway, yeah. I, I, I would be, su- I'm surprised
1: I don't, sh- no one's bringing
0: up the skin tone. <laughs> I'm like, that's
1: the biggest dead giveaway, guys. I mean, yeah, they have that whole horse, horses conversation. And even that, <laughs> right, I, was yeah, like, that yeah, right. I was like, dude, Viserys, I appreciate you. And we probably didn't know as much about animals at the time, but it's not quite the same. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. know, like, like, yeah. And like, you can have a cat give a litter and all the lit- all the cats are different colors and shit. But like, I don't know. It's a little different when you got two humans and you do your little gene Splicing tic-tac-toe. There's a skit to be made about this whole yes. discussion. James Corden, bring it on. Do it. Make it happen, get Corden. A, get a wig and some costumes and do it. <laughs> but yeah, man, this is, like... is just so white that it overshadows. <laughs> yeah, that's dominated... why they have Jeez. brunette hair. <laughs> yeah, and brown eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah like canceling it out. Is blue what's eyes, happening. straight brown hair. <laughs> <laughs> that's, oh, that's the, the i guess the deadest giveaway is they're both so blonde <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and neither none of their kids have have uh, any likeness they're to their both hair. really blonde that's like <laughs> that's, and, that is so true and it seems like in the targaryen clan you know the 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 blonde hair genes are usually blonde is a recessive gene well, scientifically but in the targaryen and the valerian you know lineage seems pretty dominant yeah (laughs) yeah
0: well i mean even allison is is she's a hightower right allison hightower yeah and she she's brunette and uh, her kids are are way blonde Yeah. yeah they're not even like dirty blonde no
1: they are just as blonde as they (laughs) i know beacon of light right there like like you've got so (laughs) much working against you guys and and at least even if you weren't smart on the first kid at least by the second one be like we need a blonde baby (laughs) at least a blonde baby it would be nice if the baby was also of mixed race (laughs) racial background because then that would be the yeah
0: i could totally like i've seen it where like (laughs) we we know um the, the henry's yeah you know, like the, everyone kind of had, like, they they were all like dark, olive skin, brown hair, it brown ties. eyes. And then there's David, who was, was like, like pale as shit, white. and, then, and then like blue eyes. And yeah. it's like, I don't know how this happened, but, but hey, it's it's somewhere in, in the genetics
1: yeah. But three in a row <laughs> with, this, with these guys. Three in a row, they all look pretty similar to each other. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then
0: they all look, that's why that's why uh Damon's just like blunt <laughs> sarcasm line <laughs> oh that was I mean, so, like, that as was the king so pointed weird. out how he <laughs> looks a lot like Harwin Strauss. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so funny yeah it's like yeah he does, they do oh it hurts so bad even the kids can pick up on it
1: even Damon knows that he ain't been back in <laughs> <laughs> forever <laughs> yeah oh and that's the thing I don't know that that's that's the fascinating part is yeah watching all of this structure and then watching everybody talk the truth underneath it you know?
0: yeah man well yeah it's great shit. um you
1: can talk forever about this
0: <laughs> thank you all for being here um be sure to uh leave your thoughts down below and let's end this with shouting out some patrons thank you all <laughs> Zachary Barker,
1: you're sharper. Irfan Chowdhury, you're my type. You're cool. I like you talkie walkie Maki, ian Neil, simons california Suite, song glover you're
0: made of rubber jacob neptune you're gold like doubloons nmb
1: you're so silly it never stops with fan pops
0: i pick up my phone when it rings from alan ling logan profile pic looks kind of like barry kogan burton no need to fear you kira
1: I am drawn to Eric Hans thirty nine times over. Kusi kusi, you make my my cheeks so mushy mushy. Bear in the garage, you're a flare amid the barrage of of you stand out. I create a hex
0: around my heart for nick x juan longoria never gonna bore ya you never make me feel like i fail when i hang out with miss ferguson aka Gale.
1: you're such a hottie mohammed al sharani jaron wanner you're as strong as bruce banner cliff rodriguez better do what
0: he says it's gonna be okay when you're around alex day master tenebrae movie title john the goat makes me feel warm like a
1: big hot coat always a slam dunk when you're playing with andy funk lorenzo baxter pump it faster the rain in Spain falls differently saying on the plain Don't ever try to kill Marco Tun still I never have to force myself to want to hang out with Lauren American horse There's a rhyme in there somewhere if you find it My home was raided by simply faded with my
0: mom he corroborated Ooh wee the things you do to me Joanna St. Louis hee hee There's a smell in the debris i think it's rogue cree sour
1: jellyfish 94
0: don't get me starting on all the farting by justin martin rosie never nosy baby no haiti colin you got me ballin' when i see you hanging out with joseph stalin philip jughead smith jr i feel my body's with when i see jen smith because she's so in, in shape and makes me feel fat by comparison
1: honk honk for Melanie LeBlanc if you support Melanie we support you TJ
0: Trakus with uh Habacus Habacus definitely it's a sauce yeah I think I love a good TJ Habacus sauce anyway guys thanks so much for being part of our Patreon page and uh your support is undeniable mm because it's, it's there's evidence it's here it's, yeah it's evidence it's and there's receipts monthly
1: so thank you <laughs>